Hello, I'm Francine, host of Coping to Care, a podcast series sponsored by Blue Sea Care that features guests who share their expertise and life experiences to empower our loved ones in our community. Our aim is to serve as a friendly resource for seniors and their families. Today, our very special guest is Dr. Laverne Joseph, President and CEO of Retirement Housing Foundation. Welcome, Dr. Joseph. Thank you. Glad to have you here. It's a pleasure to be with you, Francine. Great. Well, I'd like for you to tell us a little bit about yourself and how you were called to take on the wonderful role as president of Retirement Housing Foundation. Well, this all begins in Pennsylvania when where I was born. And... Um, I was very much into music then, and I and I had my own band. I thought my life was going to be uh, uh, in music, but then I was called into ministry and uh, went to Ursinus College and Lancaster uh, Theological Seminary, and then went for graduate work uh, at the Chicago Theological uh, Seminary, University of Chicago. But... Um, um, I was always going to go back to uh, Pennsylvania, uh, but then I was called to uh, an associate position at Peace Memorial Church in Chicago, part-time associate, while I was going to school. And then when the senior minister moved on, they asked me two years out of seminary to take on this uh, uh, 1,400 member United Church of Christ. That church had vacated its parsonage many years before that and turned it into a nursing home and then built a modern 50-bed uh, skilled nursing home uh, in a nearby suburb, which was 110 beds when I came there. And we expanded that to 240. And then I was uh, asked to go onto the board of what was called the Evangelical Health Systems, a church-related uh, hospital system, uh, two hospitals when I started, five when I left. Today it's one of the largest systems in the uh, uh, country. And when I uh, had to go off of that board, they asked me to come onto the board of Retirement Housing Foundation, headquartered in California. And then uh, uh, a year and a half after that, with our retiring executive, they asked me to come to California to serve RHF. We uh, had uh, 64, uh, about uh, 64 communities then. Uh, today we have 198. So it's been a, a great mission and one that I've enjoyed very much. Wow, 198 now. So 198 communities in 29 states the District of Columbia, Puerto Rico, and the Virgin Islands. Wow, you've been busy. Yes. <laughs> so the mission of Retirement Housing Foundation has always been to provide an environment for seniors that ensures quality of life physically, mentally, and spiritually. How have you helped to fulfill this mission as their leader? Well, I've tried to reflect that, uh, and one of the things that uh, I've done, uh, haven't done it recently with the pandemic, but uh, is to get out into um, 
our communities and the residents always enjoy talking with me and telling me about the difference that the RHF mission has uh, made in their, uh, their lives. We have about uh, 24,500 residents now. And to tell you about something of the need, we have over 40,000 people on our waiting lists. Wow. Amazing. Now, are there a few stories and tips that you can share about the power of spirituality, uh, being that you are a pastor, and especially for seniors who are living through their final years here on Earth? Well, there are lots of stories. Uh, when I uh, talk with the residents, uh, they often tell me about the difference that uh, uh, the RHF mission has made in their lives. Uh, they uh, will tell me, for instance, uh, uh, that uh, when they came to RHF six or eight years ago, they thought that they had about two years left in their life. But now uh, they're going strong and they enjoy it very much. We have over 100 people who have celebrated 100 or more birthdays. In fact, I think our oldest is 107. And many of them are still living independently. Some of them, of course, live in our assisted living or uh, skilled nursing. And one of the uh, things that we've done uh, uh, because our funders wanted us to do it is to provide uh, family housing as well. And uh, there is a big demand for affordable housing in our nation. Um, the stories that residents tell me is, have kind of uh, energized me, and that's why I've I've kept going for many years beyond the normal uh, 65, 66 retirement age. Right. Yes, and you've been such a big advocate going to D.C. and advocating for senior issues. Um, can you talk a little bit about that? Yes. Uh, one of the things that... Uh, uh, what was then called the American Association of Homes and Services for the Aging. It's now called Leading Age. We used to do a lot of advocacy in person. And uh, the first uh, time that uh, they asked me to do it, I spoke about affordable housing. And one of the persons that was on the uh, panel, uh, she was new to Congress at the time, was Nancy Pelosi. Oh, wow. After after uh, uh, the testimony, she came down and she wanted to talk with me about the need for affordable housing in our country. I've uh, testified a dozen times, not recently, because I don't think leading age is, uh, is doing that. And maybe Congress uh, doesn't have those panels anymore. Uh, the the uh, advocacy is largely done by email. Uh, and uh, snail mail today, uh, but uh, uh, the importance of advocacy in our nation is, uh, is uh, critical. I remember once uh, talking with a member of Congress because uh, they had said in the, uh, in the uh, hearing, well, we'll just send the people to skilled nursing. And as I said, we have skilled nursing, that is important. And I said, do you realize how much skilled nursing costs in comparison to affordable housing? Uh, and we, we talked more and they said, now I understand. Mm -hmm. 
Right. It's, it's, if you could just have them live at home independently, it's, it's much more reasonable. And the seniors seem to be much happier when they can still live independently with supported services, don't you think? Right. And one of the things that uh, happens frequently uh, is um, um, living in an apartment building where they have people to talk to and their activities and so forth gives a new motivation on life. I've heard that many, many times. In fact, one of the stories from years ago was about uh, um, a person who had, uh, whose family had brought them uh, uh, to one of our buildings uh, because they had been told they didn't have many uh, more uh, weeks to live. And a couple of weeks later, the family came and the room was empty. And they asked the nurse, uh, um, what happened? Did our, did our mother die? And they said, oh, no, she's down in the community room uh, playing games and talking with people. And they went down there, and she was having a wonderful time, and she lived for years later. Yes. <laughs> right. Because she had the social and the, 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 yeah. the warmth and the caring and the spirituality. That's one thing about Retirement Housing Foundation that sets its apart from sets itself apart from other providers. It's that it's based on spirituality and ethics and morals, and that's important when you're talking about our fragile elderly loved ones, especially. It is extremely important, and one of the things I've always said to people is you can't make everybody happy. Some people have never been happy in their whole lives, and you're not, regardless of what you do, you're not going to make them happy. But we do uh, resident satisfaction surveys, uh, and everybody gets surveyed every uh, other year, and uh, we find that for uh, a high majority of our uh, residents, they are very happy to be living in a community where there's activities and people to talk to and security and where they don't have to worry about paying the rent. Blue Sea Care provides comprehensive care management to seniors and their families. Services include complete physical care for seniors who want to maintain their independence and state of health. The caregiving is combined with Art to Wellness, a program which uses the therapeutic benefits of the arts to assist with cognitive care for seniors. You can learn more about Blue Sea Care's programs at www.blueseacare.com. Dr. Joseph, are there a few stories and tips that you can share about the power of spirituality, especially for seniors who are living through their final years here on earth? Well, I have always heard lots of stories from our uh, residents. One of them that's always uh, uh, resonated with me was uh, a lady who spoke about her husband uh, who had been diagnosed with Alzheimer's and they didn't know where they were going to go and then they got a call and they came in and lived with us and uh, she said that moving into the community made all the difference for them. 
her husband's health improved and they were able to um, to uh, live a, a rather full life and a happy life. And she said without RHF, that would never have been possible. Uh, those are the kinds of stories that have motivated me to keep uh, uh, doing um, what we're doing. I've also, uh, uh, there's so many stories. Uh, I remember one story uh, about um, a lady, and this was in Los Angeles, who had um, uh, sold her car to pay her brother's hospital bill. And, um, uh, and then she lost her apartment because uh, uh, the owner of the building sold the building and she was living on the street. Then she saw our sign and she came in and uh, applied and got the first apartment. And she said she fell down on her knees on the street and thanked God because she didn't know where she would have been if there wasn't RHF. So I've heard stories like that many, many times all across the country. That's wonderful. It's, it's a great mission. And the fact that it's back with spirituality and a mission of helping others it makes it especially great for seniors. Now, understanding that you will be stepping down as president of RHF after many, many years, what are some of your best memories and proudest moments? Some of the uh, best memories that I have are stories that residents have told me about the difference that uh, uh, we have made in their lives. Um, I used to, uh, when we had 60 communities, have a goal of getting around to every community uh, every other year. Um, as the company grew, I couldn't be on the road all the time. Um, um, we did the five-year anniversaries, and residents would uh, sit in the lobbies of the building waiting for me to come in because they wanted to talk about the difference that RHF had made in their uh, lives. Those, that was part of what uh, motivated me to keep doing this uh, well beyond uh, normal uh, retirement uh, uh, age. Knowing the difference that you make in the lives of people. And their stories made a difference in my life as well. Yes, right. And a lot of the partners that you had, um, you recognize them every year. Do you still have your program, Friend of the Elderly? Yes, we still have the Friend of the uh, Elderly. Uh, next year, uh, which is our 60th anniversary, uh, we have uh, canceled our annual meeting because of the pandemic that we're, we're uh, under. Uh, but uh, each year we did, we recognize a friend of the elderly and the team member of the year, the board member of the year, because it, it takes a team to really do what we do. It's not one person alone. Right, right. Yeah, it seems that a lot of what you do is recognizing others, but I think that a few people have recognized you too. I'm sure the man above, especially, but um, are there other uh, awards that you've gotten? I know that you have. Well, I've received the Friend of the Elderly, which is the uh, highest award that uh, Leading Age National does. I've uh, received a similar award from Leading Age uh, 
California, uh, from the Council for Health and Human Service uh, uh, Ministries of uh, the United Church of Christ. Uh, and I've received lots of recognition over the years. I would think so. So, you know, we talk about things that motivate people. And um, what do you tell your seniors day to, you know, how to live their lives day to day? Is there some kind of uh, verse or saying that you love that, that helps to motivate others? I tell them to get involved with their fellow residents, find activities uh, that they enjoy, find people that uh, they enjoy uh, talking uh, uh, with. Um, um, those were the kinds of, uh, of uh, advice I, I give to them. Uh, I believe that uh, if you're doing something that provides satisfaction, that motivates you to keep doing it. And it's certainly what uh, has motivated uh, uh, me to keep uh, doing this well beyond the normal retirement age. Right, right, definitely. And um, I, I'm just so curious. I saw that you had helping hands where they knit across the country and make things for newborns. So you have lots of activities for seniors and a, a ways for them to reach back and give back too. You still have that program? Yes, that was a program that was instituted by Judy Shaw and Judy retired this year. Okay. She instituted that uh, over 20 years ago. Um, it was knitting and crocheting and sewing and so forth. And uh, residents would make articles for uh, homeless shelters and for hospitals and for children's clinics and so forth. And uh, there were several things that uh, I believe uh, helped that program along. One, they found that they were making a contribution and mm -hmm. they felt good about that. The other thing, while they were uh, making these articles, they were talking with people, right. which uh, uh, was also, uh, I think, uh, um, motivational. And they, they were getting recognition for what uh, uh, they were, uh, were doing. That program makes thousands and thousands of uh, articles a year for homeless shelters and for children's clinics and even for overseas service uh, organizations. That's great. It's it's just a wonderful way to give back and that it helps seniors from being isolated. It's social, it's creative. It's kind of similar to what Blue Sea Care does. Right. So, um, yeah, so it's been wonderful speaking with you and uh, congratulations on the fact that you're gonna get to retire and and start a new chapter. And I'm sure you'd probably still be involved in some way or other, absolutely. Um, knowing you, and I hope you still have all the energy you've had for all these years, going from state to state, visiting all the retirement housing communities. Um, you've definitely been the icon of uh, Retirement Housing Foundation. So um, congratulations, and thank you so much for taking the time today. Thank you. It's been my pleasure talking with you, Francine. Great. Well, take care. You too. Thank you.